Welcome to Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined, and dedicated to silencing the chatter about what women should and shouldn't be doing as they age. Here to bring you stories about women in their 70s, 80s, and 90s, women who are leading inspiring lives that make a difference to themselves and others, are Catherine Marino and Gail Zalitsky. Hello, I'm Catherine. And I'm Gail. We're delighted to welcome you to today's episode of Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined. Our signature is featuring women in their 70s, 80s, and 90s who lead lives that illustrate inspiring ways to learn, contribute, and make a difference as we age. The 30-minute conversation with our guest will focus on several themes that we've agreed upon in advance. Today's guest is Sherry and Shara. I recently met Sherry at the New Media Summit through my son, Steve Olsher. She impressed me as someone who had great purpose. After talking with her, I found out why. Sherry is a dynamic, full-of-life person who is a medical, intuitive, coach, international best-selling author, and former radio host of Conscious Healing. She's done groundbreaking work with cellular memory, which she believes is the root cause of your symptoms, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial. Some of the themes we will explore together are the path she took and how she got there. Two of her books, Take Back Your Power, You Becoming You, and The Intelligence Code, which was written by 14 of her clients. What we need to know about cellular memory and what it means to be a medical intuitive. And finally, what does being 76 mean for her? Has it changed her in any way? Does she see herself where does she see herself in 10 years, and how is she planning for the next decade? Sherry, again, welcome to Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined. Can we start by you telling our listeners about your early years and how you came to do what you do? Well, I will. I will sum it up in my mother's first words, where did you come from? Does that sound good? <laughs> Where did we come from? Yes. <laughs> why do you ask these questions? Yes. So from the very beginning, I was always asking questions and more times than not getting into trouble. And so I always viewed things from a different perspective. And I thought perceptions don't work because they're not based on fact. So it really has influenced all of my life, all of it. And so one of the tools that I teach as a medical intuitive and intuitive business coach is to be neo, non-emotional observer. And so I didn't always accept what I was told. I, I would say that I was a quiet rebel who managed to circumvent the system. Ah, <laughs> you said that, that what we think is not always real for us. No, I teach non-duality and have for 28 years. So non-duality is good and bad, high and low, and we thinky-thinky. So I have in the methodology that I teach and work with my clients, and actually, Gail, 20% of my clients I have never met. I do that over the phone, and they're all over the world. And that's the best part. But as a medical intuitive, I can still get to that place. Does that make sense? Your body has the most incredible information called cellular memory. The cellular memorization of the program overrides it. 
And so, for instance, someone could say to you as a child, and, and, and they're not being mean, they might just say, um, you know what, you're dumb, or go away, or be quiet, or, you know, what do you have to say? And so we get dismissed. And that dismissal in that language, I call it wordology is your biology, gets uh, stuck in our body somewhere. And I actually can identify in the different parts of the body what that is that got stuck and how clearly and consciously to let it go. So that's the memorization. Could say, Gail, you know, you're really good at this class, but you're really not smart at that class. And that could be seven years old or six years old. And um, it can start the minute the sperm hits the egg. Mm -hmm. I was asked to write an article by a famous doctor uh, two and a half years ago. She said, I know you work with pregnant women, and would you tell me about it? So everything in this article is about the information that we pick up even in the womb from the minute the sperm hits the egg. Wow. Uh -huh. so, so do you have a medical background? Absolutely not. <laughs> it, it would it would interfere with the work you're doing, right? You know what? And the doctors that I work with tell me that all the time. And so I work with functional medicine doctors, one doctor who went to Harvard and after I met him when he was a young intern. And I worked with over 500 of his patients over the phone. And he mm. went to Harvard after, you know, I, that I work, you know, talk with them. And, and he has a fabulous practice in Columbus, Ohio. I'll put a plug in for him. He's Dr. Anup Kanodia. But he really got it. He was the first doctor that got it. Because when I began to talk about cellular memory and write about it in 1991, well, you can imagine I was called a nutcase, take a pill, you'll feel better. You know, <laughs> what are you talking about? And because of transplants and people having other people's experiences, uh, there was the famous champagne and caviar lady who received the heart of a beer guzzling you know, motorcycle pizza eating young man. And she began to love beer and pizza <laughs> to the chagrin of her champagne and caviar family. <laughs> so that's very interesting. So if you're going to have an organ transplant, you want to know who's or who it came from. Well, we probably don't when you need it. No. Yeah, probably take, take whatever. That's, that's interesting. So you, I know you've written lots of books and you have a, a number of CDs out in the world, uh, but you, when you and I were talking, you mentioned two books in particular. One was Take Back Your Power, You Becoming You, and the other was The Intelligence Code, which you say was written by 14 of your clients. Yes, I actually asked them if I could interview them, and then they said, well, would you mind if we just write our own um, you know, information. And I said, sure. So I'm going to read one of some excerpts. Here is uh, Cindy and Bob, and they wrote, and you know, he's in his 70s, and you know, and she is in getting close to 60. But this is what they wrote. Just saying quantum sex sounds wondrous, and it is. Quantum sex provides us with pleasure beyond imagination, deep connection, and travels without a passport. As we listen to our bodies, we expand and extend our orgasms with clothes on or off. And as we become completely present with each other, that's the key, our intimacy increases. Quantum sex allows our body to take us places our minds can't imagine. Mm, so we Isn't need that to know fabulous? more. Yes, we need to know more about that. <laughs> yes, get so. that book. 
And, and so here's another thing I teach is wordology is your biology. So when I teach that, we, we are not always, uh, I'll give you an example. I had this a, a fa a father who's 70, 71, and his young daughter that's 23 in the class. This is a hoop. So I asked them to write in wordology, you know, like about their profiles. And he said he's a good listener. And his daughter burst out laughing and she said, yes, to your clients, but not me. Oh, <laughs> oh. And then he recognized it and apologized. He said, you know that? I said, because it's the emotionality. If she, if you listen to some of the things she's saying, because now you're, it's all about you, not her you're going to think she's judging you and she's not she is looking for a deeper connection and you are up in your head <laughs> <laughs> see what i mean yes so in Ooh. wordology that this couple wrote um the, you know this method that i teach them wordology as embedded vibration and meaning is the sound site of letters words and phrases did you mean desire or want? Because I teach wanting, needy is like solo-based, require or need, correct or right, assist or help. See, I can assist people, yeah, but I can't help them. So consciously choosing our words became part of our journey, allowing us to understand and clearly communicate. We still laugh at ourselves when we, re we revert to the use of emotionally charged words. So here they said desiring a, a quality or object doesn't include an emotional context while wanting is an emotional based in control have you ever said if i just had blank everything would be all right or i'd be happy if these statements express wants not desires and contain a belief system that someone or something has control over you hmm isn't that beautiful it is beautiful and uh this so this is from the book of the intelligence code Yes, and it was 14 of my clients who wrote it. And the and the best part of it is, I will talk about Marlo. I can even name her name. But she lived in a, uh, lives in a depressed area of Ohio. That's what they call it, depressed area. Like, give me a break. And so she was making like $13,000, $14,000. And this year, she's on track for eighty. Three oh, my later. goodness. From working with you? Yes. And so what changed for her? She began to believe in herself instead of belief system that her area is depressed mm -hmm. which made her depressed so mindset has a lot to do with everything yes so and, get, and getting out of the left computer brain and using both sides the creative brain and the others the left brain so i teach people how to use their computer brain as an organizational tool mm -hmm. It's something, mindset, something that we talk a lot about on our podcasts and our guests bring it up and, and everything, a lot of what, how they think and, and what they're doing and pursuing has to do with tiny shifts in, in mindset. Yes. And I teach, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I no, teach go ahead. people how not to think and to get out of their minds because that, if we're only some someone will say to me, you know, sure, I'm half out of my mind. And I said, well, in the old system of the chakra system, I don't do woo, -woo trust me. I'm way too practical for that. I said, but if your crown chakra, no wonder you have back problems, is buried up your first chakra, <laughs> up the BS, well, no wonder you're not only half out of your mind, but you're half, you know what, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that you look at people and 
and there's humor and love in the way that you see them. <laughs> yes, because laughter is the best medicine. It if is. You don't find a way, no matter how tragic it is, uh, find a way to bring that resonance of laughter. So when people come to me and say, Sherry, I'm ready. And I actually say this, no, you're not. You must be willing because mm. you could be ready for how many lifetimes or how many experiences or how many whatever's over and over again. But when you're willing, your whole body and both sides of your brain get together. That's that wordology again, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. You have this other book we talked about a little, Take Back Your Power, You Becoming You. You want to tell, tell us about that? Yeah, that is actually a manual for life. One of the things about Take Back Your Power is I talk about the duality programs, the fears. So we've, we've had all kinds of fears, fear of this, fear of that. But really, I'm really practical all fear is for everyone in your audience, doesn't matter what the age or stage, especially the older people, quote, older people. And so if fear is simply lack of information, you get the information, and here's wordology again, you can make clear choices and you can change them. But if you make a decision made for you by somebody else, then you have fear. So when clients come with cancer, and many of my clients have gotten rid of stage four cancer, gotten rid of Parkinson's, or been able to live in a better way, or off of drugs, getting rid of depression, get off of drugs, get rid of anxiety, off of drugs, what happens is they be, we can find out in 10 minutes or less through my method where it started. It doesn't mean you have a total solution, but you cannot have, Gail, a solution without a resolution and as they begin to resolve it at the origination point that is what happens that makes a lot of sense sure sure so sherry you're 76 years old i know I, isn't that disgusting no <laughs> <laughs> no we think it's beautiful especially you're such an inspiration for productive aging my goodness <laughs> See, but number one i don't believe in aging Okay. And and I believe that you, from, from the moment the sperm hits the egg until you travel wherever you're going to travel, and by the way, I've had five near-death experiences, so I have a pretty uh, different view of things, which I'm very grateful for, but I was always like that even as a child, and I was always looking at things differently. So if we say... I can't do something at a certain age. We just imprinted in ourselves that we can't do it. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe that you can't do it. So Sherry, is that what, it, what, what you think aging means to many people? The notion yeah. that we have to stop or we can't do it? Yes, that we have to stop or, you know, I grew up in Michigan. This is an example. You, to work for an auto company, it's 30 and out. Well, you know what the average of 30 and out is? 18 months and you're out. You know what I mean? And so there isn't anything in their idea to look forward to. I, I have some Sherryisms, and here's one of them. What I say makes my day, and what I say can make or break out in someone else's day. So before I get out of bed in the morning, I'm not going to say I'm going to have a great day, but I say what I say makes my day. So it's really up to me. 
it's not up to somebody. No one can make me happy. No one can make me miserable unless I give my power over to them. And that's why I call Take Back Your Power. So, uh, you know, this, this, I'm just going to use this example. I don't want your audience to get upset. But for me, I will not have a flu shot. I don't believe in them because I've studied and whatever. That's only my idea. If you like them, get them. So in my chart at my doctor's office, it says, don't ask her about a flu shot. She's never going to get a flu shot. I made her put that in those words in my file. They never asked me that. Does <laughs> <laughs> that make sense? So how did you get on this path? Where, where did it all start? Well, I had my first near-death experience at and then I had another one later in life and I know why I created it. but the biggie was 1991 I was actually um, uh, doing business in New York at the Javits Center and then I ran into someone I went to high school with that I wasn't even friends with so to make a long story short the following month uh, Memorial Weekend I end up in Connecticut um, we were how, how this works. I was in Boston at a seminar and she was at a Boston with her husband shooting a commercial. So they drove me back to Connecticut and to make a long story short, again, I ended up uh, getting into a drunk woman's car in Old Saber, Connecticut, and she wasn't in it because she was drunk and it smashed the car behind her. So I get in the car jiggles and wobbles. It, it goes uh, 40 feet in the air, comes down and goes 15 feet underwater upside down in the Connecticut River. Wow. And the where I hit the slip, that is the area where they have yacht. These are yachts. We're not talking boats. We're talking yachts. And for some reason, they took it out that night, and the police told me that they never did. They bought it just to party. But for some reason, otherwise, it probably blown up the harbor. So I had a broken neck broken back, a smashed head, and a brain out of place, though I didn't know my brain was out of place at the time. And so when they told me that this is what was going to happen, and that was going to happen, and I couldn't do this, and I couldn't do that, I was 48 years old. And I thought, no. So I said, look, I started, I wasn't going to take pain killers. I didn't want to put a killer in my body. I was doing wordology long before I was mm -hmm. teaching it. Mm -hmm. And um I thought, you know what, if you cut yourself, your body knows how to heal itself. Whether you put an antibiotic or not, it's going to heal itself. So I said, you know, what, a, 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 a vertebra cell isn't any different than a skin cell. Cells are intelligence. And as I begin to connect to my body and listen, not talk, listen to my body, I found out that this thing called cellular memory, which is the clear part, you know, because when the sperm hits the egg, this cell knows to do this and that cell knows to do that. Otherwise, we'd have a toe at the end of our nose. And so that is what started me on this path. And Gail, I lost everything. This was a woman I had been sued for alimony. I used to fly my own airplane. I've spoken at the Pentagon. I did <laughs> air shows. I mean, I did some really, I went to Papa Bush's, one of the, uh, three of the uh, balls at his inauguration. I mean, I did some really spectacular things, sued for alimony. So anyway, after this experience, I lost everything. I was actually homeless. But, but I did it brilliantly. This woman heard about me and I was able to move in her beautiful home and she took care of me for a year while I was writing. It changed her life and we have been besties ever since. Wow. Mm. And then people started asking me if I could help them. Help them, I don't help, I assist. So both of you are going to laugh about this. So eight women while I was still in Michigan came in my life and said, you know what? Could you teach us something? 
I said, now gals, let me get this straight. They didn't even know each other, the two did. I lost everything. I became homeless, though I did it well. You're <laughs> asking me to teach you something? Are you people stupid? <laughs> you gotta be stupid. So guess what? I started a class and said, I'll teach you something for eight weeks. Uh, honestly, I had no clue what I was going to teach them, except I was writing this book. And then what happened is the class lasted 13 months and I moved to Arizona because I finally got a job and I moved to Arizona that paid for my move out here. And I showed up in 97 in Scottsdale, Arizona. I mean, really with my last $50 and didn't know anybody and have built all this. Mm. Good for you. All, all because of my cellular memory, because my body was smart. My brain was just screwed up. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so are you thinking at all about your own aging and, and what the next 10 years might bring for you? I mean, what is your plan? Well, I would like to do next year, do a podcast. Um, I am also looking at going out and speaking more nationally and internationally. Um, I've, I've done a few of them. Um, so some organizations have called me. And my goal is really to do what I'm doing and bring it globally, whether it's through podcasting, whether it's through webinars. So I'm starting to look at what 2020 is going to look like because that might influence 2025. <laughs> well, that's great. I, I, we wish you lots of good luck. And um, is there anything else that you would like to tell our listeners uh, who are reimagining aging every day and those who aren't quite there yet to reimagine? You know what? Just believe in yourself. Trust your intuition, which is not woo woo, it's simply your gut feeling. And just know that you have accumulated years of experience. And who knows, you might teach a class to some young kids. I have, cl I have clients from the womb till before they hit the tube. And so <laughs> just believe in yourself and utilize. I mean, here is this couple that wrote these beautiful things, or Marlo, that thought she was going to depress and didn't deserve to have a lot of money and now she's making a change and she went on a cruise this year oh. <laughs> so you anything you can imagine so it's about creating implementing manifesting and actualizing so yeah. possibilities and potentials are great but until they're manifested actualities they haven't arrived yet and you make them arrive <laughs> That's a great message to leave this on. 30 minutes goes by very fast. And we have enjoyed listening to you so very much. I know our listeners will too. And so thank you for joining us today. And thank you for having me as a guest. I appreciate it so much. Have a fabulous rest of your day. <laughs> thank you. And, and listeners, we want to hear from you. Please share your thoughts on Facebook at Women Over 70. Ask questions, add to the conversation, tell us what topics you'd like to hear more about, and become an active participant in our community. Invite your friends, family, and colleagues to join in. Our goal is to create an intergenerational conversation. You can access our weekly Wednesday podcasts at womenover70.com. And if you know a woman over 70 who would be a great guest, please recommend her to us on our website. 
Thanks, too, to the School of Continuing and Professional Studies at DePaul University for use of their recording space. See you next week on Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined. Thank you for listening to Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined. If you like what you've heard today, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. In what ways are you shattering the myths that women over 70 are no longer relevant or visible? How are you celebrating aging? Join with us. Make your voice heard. Find us at womenover70.com.